While we were marching through Georgia, everybody swing your honey, swing your high and low. The Alaman left for the old left hand, around the ring you go. A grand old right to left walk on your heel and toe. From an that pretty gal to Georgia. You can find the origins of the Chautauqua in the Sunday School movement. In Industrial Revolution England, children would often work six days a week, and their only opportunity to attend school would be in the Sunday School. Sunday schools offered religious instruction like they do today, but they also taught reading and writing. Many churches had professional teachers using a curriculum that mixed religion with basic literacy. The movement spread to America. John Wesley himself may have spent some time as a Sunday school teacher in Savannah. Alongside the spread of Sunday school came the need to train and prepare teachers. Now, I know how I got recruited to teach Sunday school in my old church. I sat in on a class with my daughter, and at some point the teacher asked if I would cover while they went to the bathroom, and I never saw them again. The next Sunday, the door had my name on it. I'm kidding, a little, but at the beginning of the 1800s, Sunday school was taken very seriously, and teachers needed to be brought up. In 1872, a Methodist minister named John Vincent began an outdoor program during the summer to train potential Sunday school teachers. It was organized in a camp setting beside Chautauqua Lake in upstate New York. The idea of having outdoor lectures in a rural community to not only uplift potential Sunday school teachers, but to instruct and inform the local residents was a good idea, and an idea that began to catch on in other communities. And of course, add local music, give politicians the chance to speak to their constituents, and, you know, a recreational opportunity here and there, and you have the Chautauqua Movement. This is a Moving Through Georgia Extra, Chautauqua. At first, the Chautauqua would be organized by a committee in a rural community and would be held for about a week. The one in Demarest was held for 10 days. There would be lots of Bible study, but also music, lectures on travel and history, or even instruction in bird calls. Resort Chautauquas could last weeks and have people come and go throughout the summer. An article in the New England Journal of Education for 1880 describes the Chautauqua as a summer university for educators, offering instruction in theology and philosophy with moral and Christian social influences, plus room and board at $5 a week. In 1907, Chautauquas began traveling from town to town, like vaudeville acts. And, like vaudeville, Chautauqua had its stars. A speaker named Russell Conwell supposedly delivered an inspirational speech entitled Acres of Diamonds 5,000 times, in which he exhorted the audience to become great people within their own community. Jane Addams would describe her work with the poor, and Maud Ballington Booth would raise support for prison reform. And, of course, politicians like William Jennings Bryan and Franklin Roosevelt would give speeches at a local Chautauqua. I'm looking at the Demarest Times for August of 1894, courtesy of the Digitized Habersham Project, link in the show notes, and here they announced the opening of the yearly Chautauqua. Monday began with a church service and various greetings from the speakers, along with a reception alongside the lake. 
classes began on Tuesday with lectures on Scotland's greatest man and organs of the plants. The Women's Christian Temperance Union gave a lecture on how to make the most of life, which I would assume by not drinking. The WCTU was heavily involved in the Demarest Chautauqua, with lectures and prayer services running more or less continuously. Even W. Jennings Demarest appeared and spoke to the crowd. More on him in a later episode. Geology and botany lectures went on every day, as well as instruction for Sunday school teachers. One night they held a violin concert, along with choruses from the local schools, and other concerts would be held off-site. There would be fishing on Demarest Lake and boat excursions ending in fireworks over the lake in Demarest Saturday night. So this article is listing the different classes and events that will take place in the Demarest Chautauqua. This is almost too good to not read it to you verbatim from the paper. So here we go. It's long, but it's worth it. At 7 o'clock, the beautiful sham naval battle will be given under the able management of Captain W.P. Deering of Atlanta. The battle will represent with exactness and splendid effect every feature of the thrilling naval engagement between the Russian fleet commanded by Admiral Sosmikov in attempting to pass the Bosporus defended by the great fortress Caspia, producing the grandest artillery duel known to modern warfare, the burning of the Tsarina and explosion of her magazine and rescue of her sailors, grand illumination of the lake, bombardment to commence at 7 o'clock sharp. So, as I can gather from some other sources, there were at least two model ships firing at each other. I don't know if there were actual people inside the ships, but they were firing at each other. Eventually, one of them would blow up. What would you give to see that? Chautauquas were once held all over Georgia until they were eventually pushed out by movies and television. Some are still held throughout the country, and every once in a while, a historical society or museum will hold a one-day Chautauqua recreation. But the days of attending a prayer service, then a lecture on leaf arrangement, followed by lunch and a concert, a few political speeches and fireworks, well, those days are gone. Teddy Roosevelt called the Chautauqua the most American, American thing. And, even though those days are gone, to some extent, the spirit of Chautauqua does live on. TED Talks, conventions where people gather and listen to other people share ideas. And you don't need a tent, because you can watch it right from your living room. Afterwards, you could take in a concert, or, hey, if you want to watch two guys in paddle boats recreating a famous naval battle... Well, I, uh, I guess you could, uh, find that on YouTube as well.